Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Hi, I'm Jeff Fennick and this is 365 Days of Sport. 365 Days of Sport. Yes, good evening and welcome to yet another edition of the greatest sports radio show on the planet. Yes, it's that time of the week again. It's time for Sports Chat Without Sport. Yes, in the midst of the coronavirus or COVID-19, whatever we want to call it, we're here to brighten your view on life. No, no, show's cancelled. The show's cancelled? show's cancelled. Oh, bugger. Everything's cancelled. Yeah. Um, the darkness apparently wasn't cancelled. The, horse, the, the horse racing winner hit with no crowd. Yes, and I think it's going to continue, and the dogs is going to continue with The dogs, definitely. They're used to having no crowd. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Dogs and horses will continue. So there mm. is there is some sort of sport. So ho- horses will just be like you're doing a Wednesday Arvo at Pakenham sort of or, thing. Or but, a, but, but it's actually like a Group 1 mega race. Yeah. We've got the Doncaster and the uh, TJ Smith Stakes this uh, Saturday at Ramwick. Right. And also, I think William Reed Stakes, at, um, that's Mooney Valley the night before, I think. But there's no crowd, though. No crowd? Just horses. Just horses. Hmm. Yeah. So, just just punting. Just mega, punting. Mega, mega, mega punting, beefy. That's what happened on Saturday. Is that all? That's all. What, you personally? No, mega well, no, no, no. We're just in the afternoon. Right. I had a few things to do during the day. But it wasn't cancelled, is the main thing. Did you watch that New Zealand-Australia cricket game in the SCG with no crowd? Do you know what? I actually turned it off after the first eight overs when Aaron Finch got caught behind and the Kiwis didn't, didn't review. It. And then there was an LBW, which I said at the time, was that, that is absolutely plumb. And they didn't even ask the question. What? Yeah. Santner in his first over. I missed all that. Oh, <laughs> So the court, you saw the court behind early on. Ah, uh, yeah. Fitch was hooking and it hit the back of his bat. You could hear the snick live. I mean, obviously there's no crowd. Oh, I did see a replay of that, I think. Yeah, that was in like the third over of the day. And then in the eighth over when they brought Santner on, he bowled one that was just dead straight and he's hit yeah. the pad first. Oh, I did see that replay too. Oh, it, not only that, it was hitting middle and leg. It yeah, wasn't even right. hitting the outside of the leg. It was hitting the middle and leg stump. And it was like, and I'll be honest with you, I saw the rest of that over and I thought, oh, Idiots. I'm not bothering. Done. Well, that, he was Finch's on about five then, and what mm. did they? He went on to get sixty odd. And what did they lose by? Fifty five. So yeah. uh, there's the difference. Do you know what that game reminded me of, though? What me playing every week? No, no, definitely without a crowd. No, no, it reminded me of when we went to go watch Australia play the UAE oh, at yeah. the MCG, where there was about a thousand people. There wasn't. There was about eighty people. Oh, I think it was a couple more than that. Nah. It was really? only they only opened the MCC area. Yeah. It was never not a thousand, no way, maybe a hundred. Do you reckon I thought it was uh, a there few was more than no that? one. We'll have to have a look at the footage. I'm the sure we footage. took I'm sure we took some photos or something. Maybe possibly, I don't know. Can't Probably weren't allowed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but the eerie silence. It doesn't feel right being in a state in that big with no one. Oh, there. of course. It's all weird. That's like, it's like a ghost town. A, like the old joke this week that's been rolled out a thousand times. What? It's like watching Sheffield Shield. Okay, good, good. Yeah, no uh, difference there. But it's quite post-apocalyptic. Right. If you, you know, you see those films and the whole world's gone to pieces, and uh, yeah, they you know they go and rob old stores and stuff. It's a guy and gets mm. grounding and scourging yep. for food. You know? Yeah, yeah, I've seen all those films, all of them. Uh, there was one I saw actually on the plane called uh, A Quiet Place. Oh. I highly recommend this film. Do you? It is uh, edgy, a seat, a Punisher. Absolute ripping film. Do you want to know the precedent? Basically, Tell me these well. aliens have taken over the world. Yep. And these big monsters with, like, razor-sharp claws. <laughs> yeah. And and they just... Or their arms are basically, like, giant blades, rock-hard oh, shell blades. Right. okay. But if you make any noise, they hear you, and they come running. What, to just knock you off? Yeah, just kill you, eat you, that's it. Right. And so they have to, to talk with sign language. So they have subtitles, but it's all it's English, <laughs> but because they're doing they're doing sign language the whole time, it just escalates. A fantastic piece of escalating drama, beefy. So how can you wipe these uh, aliens out? Well, that's the whole thing they're trying to figure out. You see, with in they silence, try and do it yeah in silence that's at the crazy. same time. What a film! Very difficult. Sounds awesome. Well, yeah, I'm telling you. I can't wait. I'm I mean, going to check sold. it out. What's I even got... checked out Rotten Tomatoes. It's got 98. percent Gee, that's the biggest of all time. Well, 93 maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Rob, I've got to wish you. Um... Yes. It's St. Patrick's Day, it apparently. It is St. Patrick's Day today. It's probably the worst St. Patrick's Day of all time. I'd imagine so. Because uh, over in Ireland, the pubs are closed and the betting shops are closed. What are they going to do? Really? Yeah. The betting shops... No, they must have apps. 
Oh, they've got apps, but the actual, uh, you know, in Britain, it's a you go to the betting yeah, shop, yeah. but they're closed. Like the TAB, and, yeah, like the TAB, uh, but they're closed. Well, that's a bummer. Yeah, and I saw they had some normally have a St. Patrick's Day parade here, but it's cancelled. No, they don't. Do uh, they have a parade oh, well, in Melbourne? Well, I think a small one. I don't think it's a mind okay. blower. I think it's just a few marching people wandering down the street. And I was about to say with bagpipes, but that's the wrong country. <laughs> no, no, there is Irish bagpipes. Oh, there is Irish bagpipes. Yeah, in fact, the Irish, uh, the, the Irish, the Irish actually invented the bagpipes and gave them to Scotland. Is that right? Yeah. And then, but then they just really took it by the scruff of the neck. Yeah, they loved it. It's like when one of those bands does a cover of an old song, and the old song ends up being forgotten about, and the new band yeah. it's like, oh, look at this new song. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like basically every single famous person today does. Kind of, yeah. A fair chunk of them. Yeah, or yeah. every single ska band. But then ne- the, ska, the ska bands never, apart from UB40. Well, they were a covers band, really. Yeah. No, there's a lot of ska bands do that, like the beat with Tears of a Clown and things like that. Yeah. But, uh, but they don't get bigger than the actual song with ska. It's always underground. Oh, oh you're probably right there. Yeah. So, um, happy St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. Mate at mine was uh, in Young and Jackson's earlier, and they normally have a massive crowd in Young yeah. and Jackson's, and there was about 20 people there. Pathetic. And they even put a band on right. playing in front of 10 Jesus. I have got some Guinness at home. I could have had a Guinness, but I didn't have one. Yeah. Maybe when I get home. Okay, you can. But it's my brother Patrick's birthday today. Was he called Patrick because he was born in St. Patrick's Day? Well, mum always says, no, just coincidence, but I I don't buy it. Yeah. Uh, There's no doubt. He's the first boy... Of the of the of the clan of, of the, the Briars clan, yeah. um, currently in Seoul in South Korea. Really? He says they've already smashed coronavirus. It's on the way out. It's on the of course. Con- it's on the way out. It's just what it's all a, about containment, Rob. It's, it's all about, about containment. containment. Sensible stuff. I hope this microphone hasn't got anything AIDS on it. AIDS. Corona AIDS. It's probably not got AIDS. Yeah. Mm. No, like Corona got- AIDS. Corona AIDS. Yeah. Is that a new thing? Well, there's songs that they could start. They should start making some coronavirus songs. There's room right. for covers to do there. My Corona. Um, what's the other one? There's a song by LMNOP, really pretty ordinary New Zealand band, and the song was called Verona. Verona, Verona. It was a sort of a upbeat, happy punk song. Oh yeah, and right. that could easily be changed to Corona, Corona. There's a, there's a band here called The Coronas. Really? Find the water. Apparently Corona beer sales. Oh, what's this? Of, of, this is The Coronas. Yeah, Corona beer sales are way down. Way down. In the States. That's how stupid people are. Oh, they're a bit new age synth. Yeah, they're a bit new age a synth. Bit, a bit intense, the yeah. Coronas. I can't imagine they're uh, making the most of the old current climate. <laughs> no, they're not, they're not kicking on. Uh, there's, a, there's a band called Los Coronas here, and there's actually a band called Corona. It just means crown in Spanish, doesn't it? Uh, that's probably, Rob. Good you research. know, you speak pretty good Spanish. Yeah, but it's not as if it's the top of your vocabulary, Corona, meaning crown. But you would know. I would know, yeah, being bilingual and all that. Yeah. Trilingual. There's not many things you don't know. I just, and, <laughs> Thanks, and, Rob. And especially <laughs> uh, with stuff like that. It probably does mean crown. I'm going to have to Google yeah, Google yeah. Translate. Uh, Gary Lineker tweeted the most profound thing he's ever tweeted. Gary Lineker was the guy that crapped himself on the football pitch oh. when he was feeling a bit ill in Italian 90. Okay. He tweeted, Always wondered what life is like for those who have no interest in sport. Beginning to get an inkling. It's crap. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he did. So you you actually found some sport on the weekend, Rob. You actually went away. Well, I did. I was I spent the weekend at the Inferno Touch Nationals. The Inferno. Inferno, I think, is a brand of some sort oh, or something okay. like that. And um, it's a pretty good setup there in Coffs. Yeah, it's bloody. Oh, was it here. at the International Stadium? Was it? Inter- is it called Coffs International? Yeah, 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 yeah it might Coffs, have a name yeah. nowadays. But yeah, uh, it's good. I've held the World Cup there a few times. I think. Look, a, a, a good event. Yeah, crown, cricket. crown I, is Corona is crown. Played cricket there. Did they have two fields on that oval? It's a oh, big oval. Yeah, it's pretty big. Unless they did this pitch go t- toward oh. the stadium and they bring the side boundaries in. No, it went the other way. It went lengthways. Yeah, from the stand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe they did only have one. That that's a big hit. That yeah, is, the boundaries were in. I mean, we didn't go the full side. There was a yeah. rope. I'm yeah, pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. It would have to be. Hmm. But that was a long time ago. Yeah. Some bigger than any cricket round I've ever seen. I think. Oh. Did Australia play a test? Not a test, a one day of there? Long time ago? You could, you could get a good crowd on there. Yeah, yeah. They got a good embankment right the way around. Yep, 
Well, they do. Probably World Cup games get played there. Hmm. I'll have to have a thing. We might have to look that up when we play some uh, Irish tunes. Yeah. So anyway, I can't remember who won. I think the Metro Sydney Metro girls women won the Open Women's. Right. And they Was had there any uh, uh, any. Did you meet up with a couple of players you met in Malaysia? I saw a couple that I recognised uh, from the men's against Sydney Metro team, including the captain Nick Good. A few guys there, but I didn't really see him till it was sort of too late. Although I almost, I just missed him at Dan Murphy's, then I would have said good day. I heard in Dan Murphy's at the same time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Did you go to the Shamrock? That's the most important question. Where's the, sh- the Shamrock? Is it is the Coffs Harbour the- Hotel? No, there's a pub called, I think there's a couple of pubs there, but one's the Shamrock. That's Russell Crowe's pub. That's right. You told me that. Yeah, yeah. Nah. Rusty was probably playing on Saturday well, night there. But as well. I think the Shamrock might also be the, the Coffs Harbour Hotel. But um, it's pretty it's, it's pretty rough. Yeah, you, you but it's got a, it's got a big stage and everything for a band to play, a big band room out well, the back. I've, I've told you why. Because, I told you exactly so 30, why. I know you did. 30 old foot of grunt used to yeah. play there all the time. So the story is, years ago, that when Rusty and 30-odd foot of grunts... When is he called Rusty? <laughs> Rusty Crow. When his band couldn't get booked anyway, he said, sorry. And he bought the pub, built a band room so that grunts, grunts could go and play on a Saturday night. So he just bought the pub. Because he only lives... He doesn't live too far up the road. Um, well, it's a good setup. Very good setup it indeed. Used, like I said, I've been there a few times on a Saturday night and it's... That pub oh, I wish I'd remember that. We'd like to ask the bar staff if, if 30 off foot of grunt ever come down and crank it up nowadays. Um, the Ordinary Fear of God, as they were rechristened when he oh, tried to get a new band. Right. <laughs> you told me all this last week. I know. It's amazing, isn't it? We played a couple of games of snooker there on the Sunday. S- proper snooker? Yeah, well, we had... No, 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 Paul, sorry. Cool, okay. We had um, some, a whole day to kill. So it was a temp and bowling challenge oh, followed by a yeah. uh, pool challenge. Right. Um, and uh, very sore left gluteal. After the bowling. You've pulled an arse. No, 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 it wasn't pulled. It was just sore. Just sore. sore. You've got a sore arse I've only a lot of left uh, leg lunges of late. <laughs> well, <laughs> did, bowling... Didn't actually... score that great. I was really? Like, like 130s. Oh, yeah. yeah. Does that count as a self-isolation sport now, temping bowling? What do you think? You, you, mean, you mean to get away from the masses? Are you allowed to temp in bowl if you're isolating? I, I, I don't think so. The, the, Especially um, with hands, the hands in the holes. hands in the holes, that would yeah. be lethal. You'd have to disinfect the ball every go. Yeah. Did you see what they were doing at Manly uh, Sea Eagles on the weekend? No. Anytime the ball went in the crowd, they had eskies full of water. When the ball came back, the ball was going to the ball man, mm. who was physically washing the ball. Wow. Before to move it back. So any time the ball got kicked out, they got a new fresh ball clean. That's pretty flat out. It's full on, isn't it? Do you, I, I, do you know what they did at Coffs? What did they do at Coffs, Rob? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing at all. Nothing at all. There, there's not one case in the whole city. In Nothing Coffs. going on. Nah. Mm. They're in New South Wales, but they're all in Sydney, I'm sure. Yeah. So with your cricket, yeah. do you do you just reign? Are you just champions now? Uh, no. Well, we didn't even make finals. So oh. they, they had the finals, actually. It was grand final or finals. So it was all wrapped up already. Yeah, we were done and dusted. We were rubbish this well, year. How did, you, how did your stats end up in the end? Uh, this season, very average. Right. I did win. Just fell away from the pe- after the penny farthing incident. Oh, yeah. See, they split the season up into two. So the first half of the season, I was the batting champion for mm. all of Melbourne. Yeah. And second half of the season was very average. Any further fallout injury-wise from the from the, obviously the torn um, uh, torn ligaments, ligaments in my shoulder, and it's stuffed. I can't do anything, so it's going to be a recuperation now. You got to do full full recovery. Yeah, it's that it's that gone. Physically, cannot do anything with it. So, like you said, if you challenge me to ten bit bowling now, yeah, I would struggle. So, I couldn't lift a sixteen pound ball. I don't think. So you, you'd have to play left-handed. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll have a go. I can throw darts just. Another great self-isolation sport. Okay. If are, you were are, self- you putting, are you putting yourself in isolation? Ah, oh, might as well be. <laughs> what else is it to do, Rob? <laughs> you think sales of dartboards and darts have gone through the roof? People self-isolating saying, what am I going to do? I'm going to buy a dartboard. I, think there's a, I mean, there's a lot more serious problems out there, beefier than that. Because we, we need to talk about the serious... This is a serious show. We what, solve do you, problems. what do you mean there's more serious problems than... <laughs> What you would do if you're in self-isolation? Come on. Uh, I don't know. I I'll just play guitar for ages. I think the problem is our new place, quite paper thin walls. Oh really? So oh. when it's time for me to start singing, oh. I'm I'm not quiet, and uh, I'm just know that my neighbours can hear, right. and when they can hear me yelling vegans at the top of my lungs <laughs> in an aggressive tone, yeah. they probably wonder what the hell's going on. Vegans. Yeah. Right. Well, you got any sports news ever? Because there's no sports. Well, I can tell you. 
I can tell you about... Uh, I can run you through the field for the Doncaster later on. If um, in Russian although soccer... they haven't drawn the barriers so yet. So this is, this is the summation of all weekend sport. In Russian soccer, Sochi 2, Krasnoda 0. Turkish basketball, Fenerbahce 84, Tafa 75. AFLW in the, uh, in the awful, uh, Great Western Sydney 26, Adelaide 21. That's your news. That's the that's the scores. You could, you could, um, Richmond scored three in the women's AFL on the AFL women's yeah. three goals. No, three points. Three points. They scored three points. How long is the game? Four quarters. But but for, not full time. Not yeah, full time. They scored three points. Ah, oh, that's ridiculous. And, yeah, they're not the best. I don't. I don't. I, don't, I couldn't tell you about the who's on top of the ladder or whatever. But no. they scored three points in a full game in a professional. I'm sport. sure they don't play as long as the men. I think they play four fifteens. There's still an hour of play. Yeah. Three points. Three points in a professional game. That's a bit of a shaming. Yeah. Uh, Denia Barbosa of Brazil won the uh, professional bull riders event at Duluth, the Duluth Entertainment Centre in Georgia, Rob, on Duluth. the weekend. Oh, yeah, we've been there. We, we have been there. That's why I picked up this sport. Yeah, yeah. The um, Georgia Black, what were they called? The Thompson Twins. Thompson Twins. It Storm. Was... They were the Storm. Wasn't there a team from Canada there? Uh, they were the um, Black Wolves, I think. New No, they were New England Black Wolves. i tell you what, another event that, I mean, we've got to be worried about that might be on the cusp of yeah. not going through, the Galveston Rodeo Fair. Uh, they might survive, don't they? You reckon? I'll tell you what, has just been cancelled today, and I'm, I'm a bit gutted. What? The Australian National Tractor Pull Championships at uh, Quambatook, they have just announced it's not happening this year. Jesus. I was going to go. Where was it? Quambatook. Where the hell's that? It's kind of on the New South Wales-Victoria border, I think. Okay. Up round um, the Murray. Going for a bit of a drive? Yeah, have a look at the tractor pull. Mm-hmm. Um, Judge Trump won the Gibraltar Snooker Open on Sunday. How's this? Spectators were limited to 100, but there were no referees. I don't understand why there were no referees. That's mental. Self-policing snooker. Yeah. Perhaps they were video I refs. guess they can, they can keep the fans away from the players. Yeah. But they, the refs had to be in, in close contact. It doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. No, nah, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, but the Iditarod is still Who, going. Who's Judd Trump? What? He's a snooker genius. But he's not related to Trumpy. No, he's just got the same surname, okay. right? Judd Trump. Um, you just the, said that as if I should know who he is. Like he's oh. in some, like you know, he's one of Trumpy's uh, um, <laughs> disciples, or, or maybe like some sort of illegitimate child. Could who, be who uh, just found out that his dad's a president, changed his name to so try and I get think in he's, there. Uh, played on it. Iditarod Trail Sled Dog Race is still going in Alaska. It's a Good, thousand yeah. miles. Um, apparently, Heidi Hedberg, who's the Alaskan public health director said um they do a very good job of social distancing themselves considering the uh yep. men and dogs well women as well probably well it's, if it's a thousand kilometer race a thousand mile race a thousand mile race is a, it's a good amount of distance to cover so it's easy to think it takes like three, three weeks four, two to three weeks yeah yeah i'm um, sure i've heard of i've seen doco on or something so the mushers kept mushing do you know why the Iditarod sled race or any dog mushing? Why that's why that exists as a sport and what it mimics? Um, like traveling, kind of. It's yeah. mimicking how to get emergency services and emergency supplies to remote communities in uh, snow and yeah. frozen tundra. Rob, yeah, like when we went to the Eskimo Olympics, which is unfortunately cancelled this year. Oh, that is cancelled now because that was going ahead. Uh, no, we last... can't. They cancelled it last week. Oh. That's the news we brought to the world. A lot of those sports, as we know, are derivatives of living on the land. Yes, yeah. So this uh, Iditarod is no different. Anyway, it's a rescue dog service practicing saving lives <laughs> or getting supplies to stranded people. Why would you not practice something like that? Exactly. Like, I mean, you want to get be as good as you can. Yep. Um, why, why don't they just get a helicopter though? Oh God! They could get a helicopter. How long's the helicopter been in existence? Fifty uh, years, eighty years, probably. Yeah, I know, Michael. Uh, Michael. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I mean. They're, they're not still using the dogs now. No, but that's it's historic, Rob. Tra- historic tradition. tradition. Yeah, well, uh, I just want to check they weren't still using the dogs, and someone had informed well, them that there's helicopters. Yeah, okay, thanks. Uh, there is one sport that continues in the midst of the coronavirus scare, though: Major League Fishing. Yeah. I saw a fishing video today. Oh, did you? This guy caught a whopper. It looked like he was like in Corpus Christi or something, oh. fishing off the dock. Was it a marlin? It was. Oh, was it? 
pretty well. It marlin was, it or was, sailfish? It was huge anyway. It didn't have the snout thing. Oh, okay. but it was about the size of a marlin. Wow, big unit. Probably. And he, he had to go jump in the water to get it to, out to, to get it out. Like it was waist deep, where he jumped off the pier kind of oh, thing. Okay, it wasn't a pier. It was like a just off off like a car park. But he caught this big sucker, and he got in there, wrestled, and took the hook out, threw it back. It's obviously not good eating. What an idiot! Yeah. Well, I think he just did it because the camera's there. Yeah. What, you think if the camera's on I'll just say, shut the camera off. I'll just sit there as if I was about to put it on, and then I'll cut cut the video. Yeah. Uh, So if you're into bass fishing, you can actually live stream MajorLeagueFishing.com, Rob, Mm -hmm. if you want to. Okay. It's on. You know what's not on the news anymore, Beefy? What's not on the news, Rob? Climate change. Oh, it doesn't happen. No one cares anymore. Bit of rain, it's all over. Well, that's true. It did rain. So this year so far, we'll just have fires and now corona raids. Yeah. That's it, in a nutshell. We've had a bit of drought as well. And a bit of flooding. And a bit of flooding. Bit of drought, bit of flooding, bit of age. Just waiting for plague or frogs, locusts, whatever it is. What, let's do the top ten yeah. biggest killing diseases. Okay, you look that up. I'll tell you about Joey Chestnut. Friend of the show, by the way, Joey Chestnut. Uh, Joey Chestnut? What? Who the hell is he? Joey Chestnut. He's the world hot dog eating champion. Oh, yeah, yeah. How's he getting on? Well, he's just broken the uh, world Big Mac eating record. Is he not socially distancing himself? Uh, I'm not sure, actually. He's probably allowed to hang out with Big Macs. Oh, he definitely did hang out with Big Macs. So, uh, in one sitting, and this wasn't even a, like an organised competition, he just went in McDonald's. Just for a laugh. Just thought, check this out. He went in back M- McDonald's, he saw that the world record was 30 Big Macs in one sitting. Mm. So he ordered 32. Just see how it go. Yeah. Uh, he actually used Uber Eats. Imagine that. Got an Uber Eats order for uh, Joey Chestnut. So how did he document? Did he just do his own little video camera's diary? Apparently, he had to use Uber Eats because on McDonald's own self-ordering app, you can only f- order 15 burgers. So he had to use Uber Eats. Anyway, so one Big Mac comes in at 540 calories. The total order weighed 15.36 pounds of food, 18,016 calories. How much are we meant to eat today? 15.3, so it's basically, that's like 7 kg. That is 7 kg, yeah. 18,000 calories. How many do we? How many are we supposed to have a day? Twelve hundred, eight hundred, three thousand. No, like our calories. Yeah, are about twenty five hundred. Okay, so he's done quite well there, and it cost him one hundred and twenty seven dollars and thirty eight cents, uh, and he had to give a tip. Thirteen minute video. He uh, begins dripping with meat sweats after five and a half minutes. Rank. Um, but that was when he was banging in burger number seven. But apparently, that's pretty normal for him. Okay. When he gets the meat sweats. Mm-hmm. Burger number 11 after 10 minutes, which is the duration of most of his eating contest. So, this is a, a le- uh, an endurance event, whereas he's normally a sprinter. Okay. Um, sweating's got really bad at 10 minutes. By 25th minute, he admits he's running out of steam after 24 Big Macs. Mm. He does love... Big Macs, so he reckons it's easier to eat them. Uh, he reckons that he is amazed that the Big Mac still tastes good, even over halfway through the challenge. Um, over decades, I've eaten hundreds of Big Macs, and I have an amazing tolerance for them. Chestnut does give commentary through the video because he's self-filmed. So, it, so hang on, at 16 burgers, he's still just enjoying the burgers. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just loving it. Loving Jesus. the burgers. It's, it's about the sauce. That's rank. It says uh, Chestnut gives commentary throughout the video, including about how Big Macs remind him of his grandfather. They'd sell two Big Macs for four bucks, and me and my grandpa would get four of them and end up eating three. Great. So there's a great time out with his grandpa. Yeah. It's good to have important memories of, of right. you know, past gone-bys. Yeah. It's so you can reflect. Remember that time we ate three Big Macs? It was uh, monumental. Monumental. Uh, as the video winds down, Chestnut compares it to the last couple of miles of a marathon. I've never run a marathon and probably never will. But it must be nice knowing you're closing in on that goal. And right now, I'm closing in on my goal of 32 Big Macs. Mm. Chestnut also talks about his routine, saying the specific way he eats the burgers and stacks their boxes helps him focus and push himself further. Three burgers from the end, Chestnut says his throat is suffering, while his stomach and taste buds are fine, but even though he's struggling, he makes it to the finish. 32 Big Macs in 38 minutes, 15 seconds. To celebrate, he lets out a huge burp. At the I end of the really video... I thought we'd go for the other end. At the end of the video, the champ invites his fans to send him ideas for new food challenges. Anything fun and something not too easy. I like pushing myself. I like eating. I like going into a food coma afterwards. Imagine what goes on in your body after 32 Big Macs. Yeah. I mean, you have one Big Mac and a chips and a Coke. 
and you feel like a pff, uh, not, not good. Yeah, McDonald's in general. Uh, remember, his world record of hot dogs is 74 hot dogs with bun in 10 minutes. But he's just done 32 Big Macs in 38 minutes, which is horrendous. And I can't, it, it's mind-boggling that he's not a big tubs. Yeah, he's not. He's not a fat guy at all, which is horrendously ridiculous. There must be something freakish about his stomach. This was his day off, by the way. Yeah. He just did it for something to do. Jesus. Joey Chestnut. Friend of the show. He loves he our show. He must not drink beer. We should ask him. I'll ask him. What do you mean he loves our show? He doesn't know who we are. Yeah, he does. Yeah? He's friend of the show. He's retweeted our show a number of times. Oh, good on Well, him. once. Good man. Highbrow. Didn't you know this? Joey we got, Chestnut. We got big the, fan of the show. We've got the highbrow people Oh, involved. nothing but the highbrow. Hey, top 10 diseases of all time. Oh, the top 10 diseases? Most killing diseases. Okay. Not chronic. Malaria is number one, isn't it? No. No. 10 is cirrhosis. Ten is cirrhosis, yeah, okay. Which is Did the, you want the sting, the top ten sting, Rob? Oh, uh, yeah, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, here's tonight's top ten. Okay, here we are. The ten most deadly diseases of all time. As you've just heard, number 10 is cirrhosis. That's alcohol, Rob. That's what you're going to get. That's in the time. Yeah. Chronic alcohol use is the main major reason. No, I definitely won't get that. (laughs) Um, Number nine. Number nine, tuberculosis. TB. Definitely in Africa nowadays. Uh, Diabetes, HIV infection. Um, You're just racing through? uh, No, no, that's the symptoms. Oh, okay. So part of tuberculosis is all a lot of other diseases. Mm. Number eight, diarrheal diseases. Just any sort of diarrhea type of things. Shitting yourself. Number eight. Number eight. Number eight killer of all time. That's amazing, isn't just it? Just at, at the moment, because this doesn't doesn't make the top ten disappointed me. Yeah. But at number seventeen was whooping cough. Seven. I wouldn't have thought yeah. it was that high. Considering well, I, I'm a survivor. You you are a survivor. I'm a I'm a survivor of whooping yeah. cough. That's, do you think, uh, do you think people who, who beat coronavirus will walk around saying they're a survivor? <laughs> Not many. Because the, the, there's this great Kerber Enthusiast episode yeah. where Larry is going to go to this dinner and his friend says, oh, I'll, I'm coming along. I'm going to bring my friend along. He's a survivor. Right. He's like, and he thought, and he's like, he's, so Larry's Jewish. He goes, oh, my f- father has a close friend. He's also a survivor. Right. Holocaust. I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah. yeah, bring him along and they'll meet. And his dad's friend walks in and, and he's already met the other survivor and says, oh, which one's the other survivor? But the guy who brought the other survivor was on the show, the TV show Survivor. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh-oh, he's a survivor. And he actually was a real guy who was on Survivor in Australia called uh, Col- Colby. Okay. And he was awesome. He like won all the challenges. He was oh, a right. classic all-American Chad. And um, <laughs> and it ends up there at the dinner table. He's saying he's a survivor. He dominates the show Survivor. And he's saying, well, I'm a survivor of the Holocaust, you idiot. You're not a real survivor. <laughs> and they end up having a verbal stoush over who's the biggest survivor. Oh, right. <laughs> Okay. So anyway, I'm an, I'm a survivor of, of the seventeenth of, of the seventeenth most deadly, most deadly disease, disease of all time. Is, which, by the way, at the moment is still killing 450 people a day, as opposed to coronavirus. Coast. Yeah, which kills 70 people a what, day. What's what number's gout? Uh, I didn't see where gout is. Oh, it, I don't think it makes the top ten. Does, or the top seventeen, by the sound of it. I think it's just severely painful, as opposed to a killer. I don't think it kills anymore. Number seven. Number seven. Alzheimer's. Ooh, okay. Alzheimer's. Yeah, still going strong, Alzheimer's. They, 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 they thought they were, um, yeah, they thought they were making some inroads there with the Alzheimer's, but, um, the form, uh, the it, form is good for Alzheimer's. They, they just announced on Triple M the other day that Alzheimer's, there was, they thought they had a lead and they're going years and years, three years worth of research, yeah. millions, of millions of dollars, and then they figured out, nah, it was nothing. And it started uh, back to the drawing board. Okay. So, uh, that's proving a real tough one, the old Alzheimer's. Number six. Coming in at number six, we have, Diabetes related, it just says. Oh, diabetes. Okay. So you've got so basically different diabetes. types of. Yeah, well, that's. Uh, so, there's still no cure for um, type 1 or something. Is that the injection one? The insulin? Yeah, that's the one, the, the insulin dependent one that's really bad. Obviously, causes, as you know, just general poor health, excess body weight, high blood pressure. Yeah, thanks. And uh, not exercising regularly, yeah. unhealthy diet, and yeah. older age. And you get to wee a lot, apparently. That's a symptom. Really? A lot, yeah. Okay, well, I don't want that. No. Number five. Number five. Respiratory cancers. Oh, lung cancer Lung cancer, stuff, lung yeah. cancer and um, what's it called? Emphysema, I'm guessing, yeah, all that sort the of stuff. So uh, the old smokers, 
It's yeah. time to buck up your ideas this day and age. Smokers and asthmatics. No. Yes. If you want to smoke, just do it casually. You don't do it all the time. Okay, <laughs> number five. Is, what about vaping? This, this vaping. What's, the, what's the deal on vaping, Rob? Uh, well, it's supposed to be healthier, but I don't actually know what's in it. See, but it's supposed to be supposed mostly steam, but I have had a go on these. Oh, have you? You, you get a proper hit. It's like, it's like it's harsh or harsher than a cigarette, but it's supposed to be only some sort of... It's right. vapor. Yeah, it's it is not, vapor. But, it's but still I don't got, know um, exactly what the deal is. I was going to say cocaine in it, but it's not cocaine. It's, it, it does still have nicotine. cocaine. No, uh, nicotine. It's, it's got um, a nice mix of heroin and cocaine in <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, nicotine yeah. was the word I was looking for. That's the one. Not yeah, yeah. cocaine. That's, that's right. Yeah, that's, oh, that's what I meant too. Yeah. Um, number five. Come in number five. On an, oh, what? sorry. That's four. Well, I said respiratory cancer. That's actually trachea, bronchus, and oh, lung cancers. Tr- oh yeah, tr- yeah. trachea. So just uh, tra- oh sorry, trachea. Apologies. Haven't seen that written before. All right. Coming in at number four. That's when you get a big hole. They, they basically drill out your throat and they put a oh, thing that's in. Awful. And this yeah. that's awful. That that we have it for the electric motor voice on. You can do. That's uh, yeah. when you have a trachea implant there. So you can breathe through a hole and speak and everything else. Wouldn't be a great... Basically, your, wouldn't your be, throat cancer is... Uh, yeah. So they cut wouldn't it all be, out. Not a great voice for radio. Number four. Chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. Which oh, I think yeah, that's is heart, failure. Heart, heart failure. Yeah. So blockages, that's so, angina yeah. and all that rubbish. Angina is tough. Chronic angina is tough. <laughs> uh, risk, that's a line of a film called High Fidelity, yeah, Jack, I think Jack I saw Black. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, very funny. Risk factors, smoking or secondhand smoke, lung irritants like chemical fumes, family history with AATD, gene being linked to COPD, history of respiratory infections as a child. I've not had a a respiratory uh, thing, infection, so I'll be fine with that one. And limited smoker. Actually, uh, ca- chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, COPD, is the type of obstructive lung disease characterised by long-term breathing problems. Oh, no, you were talking about... Oh, no, you were talking about pulmonary. Yeah. I thought pulmonary was a bit What's more hard. Uh, yes, yeah, so did I. But no, they're, they're saying lungs here. We should get the experts in on this. But anyway. Number three, lower respiratory here's, here's, a, here's a tip for you, Rob. What? Damage to the lungs from COPD can't be reversed. Mm. So it's not going to heal itself, people. Not like the old, uh, good old liver. That's not like the good of, old liver. Trooper of that thing. Give him a break for a bit and he comes right. Normally only about four days. Yeah. Three, lower respiratory infections. Lower respiratory Yeah, yeah, not upper ones. Yeah, okay. Because a lad from work actually just last week had uh, uh, an upper respiratory infection. Oh, and he yeah. had to go and get the testing thing with the mask and all that stuff, but right. it was not COVID-19. Right. What do you have? An upper respiratory infection. <laughs> okay. Mm. We're upper. As opposed to lower. Unspecified. Upper class. Yeah, yeah. Things are still Good. all right. Well done. Did I just give you number three? Yeah. That was the up lower. Yeah. Influence of the flu, pneumonia, bronchitis, oh, tuberculosis. That's bronchitis, yeah. That's the one. Not many people dying from bronchitis nowadays, though, surely. Surely. Well, no, it's treatable. So. Very treatable. Treatable. Just, just, again, just old people. Oh, those old people. They're bloody old people. Skewing the figures. Yeah. There's a mess. Number two. Number two. Good old stroke. Oh. Yeah, very solid stroke. Okay. Brain hemorrhaging, brain disorder, you know, blood clot. High blood pressure, family history of stroke, uh, smoking, especially when combined with oral contraceptives. How about that? Being African-American. Wow. Stroke is racist. Being female, it's strokes is genderist, sexist, racist disease. So if you're a female African-American smoker, basically buggered. You're going to a big, big time for getting stroke. You're stroking. 6.2 million deaths in 2015. Wow. Uh, 11.1% of the deaths worldwide from stroke. How many? 11.1%. 11% of deaths a stroke. In the in the world in um wow. worldwide, that's tremendous. Figures. Yeah, good stats. Huge old strokey. Mm. Yeah, keep keep an eye on that one. And the number one, I think you might be able to guess this. Number one is ice ischemic ischemic heart disease or coronary artery disease. Yeah, uh, which is simply like heart attacks and yep. All that stuff. Fifteen point five percent worldwide deaths. Uh, heart attacks. Heart attacks. I, heart do you know disease. what? I always thought stroke was kind of heart attack. Weirdly enough, I don't no, know why. No, no, no. Different. No. I know that because my my grand my papa had a 
yeah. major stroke. So and he attack. had the whole the one that was the all black, and he had the whole um, loss of use of the speech oh, and all that. Yeah, yeah. Had a, he bit all his teeth off because he jammed down so hard. He had false oh, teeth and all okay. that. Yeah. And he couldn't talk properly anymore. Yeah, so yeah. heart attack. You know uh, when you have a heart attack, you do generally lose control of all your uh, bodily functions? What? Lo- not long term, though. When you, when you, <laughs> not no, long term, during, in, during in, the in, actual event. It's during the actual event, yeah. So the people, stroke c- carries on after. You still yeah, yeah. You don't people, uh, people do say is, you know, one sign of heart attack is desperately want to go to the toilet. And that kind of, uh, you know, you just want to go, go, go. Mm. And that's why you do. Once it all just releases out. Anyway, um, so you had number 17. What's 11 to 16? Have you got those figures there? No, I have to go find another website. Oh, okay. Oh, but well. that's what I just, um, that's, I just particularly wanted to f- I see that. I thought malaria was a big one. I, I think it's in that, in that bracket. Oh, it definitely is. I'm surprised. But it can be cured malaria, you see. Treatable. Treatable. But a lot of people that get malaria in areas, they don't, they don't have access to the uh, necessary uh, either healthcare or medicine, Rob. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, but that's it's just like all the paupers yeah. in that in Asia. That's why there's that doctor who um he's gone and fixed it. Doctor Quinn. Twenty five is cholera. Twenty four oh, yeah. smallpox. 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 Twenty three wow. is yellow fever. Yeah. This one says twenty two is tuberculosis. The other one said nine. Yeah. Influenza at twenty one. Oh yeah. At number twenty, lung cancer. Yep. Nineteen diarrhea. This, right. is, this is contradictory in yeah, some it ways. Is. Well, I think this broader is covering several things under one larger right, bracket. Got, yeah. This is a bit more specific. 18, perinatal compl- oh, complications. Sheesh. Ass yeah. problems. Yep. 17, whooping cough, yep. as I said. 16, Ebola. Really? Yeah. Still in there at 16. Wow. Ebola. I thought Ebola was all done and dusted. Yeah, but it's still, no, it's still, still banging on. Somewhere off of Africa somewhere. Definitely Africa. Yeah. Good on Ebola. I thought it was gone, old. but it's made a comeback. Oh, it's hanging in there, the old Ebola. Coming in at 15, the avian influenza, which oh, is the bird, bird flu. flu. Yeah, bird yeah. flu was still going pretty good. forgot about bird flu. Swine, I, think, I remember I swine this flu. List, this list might be a little bit off. A little bit off, a little yeah. bit off. Number 14, tetanus. Really? Tetanus is killing. Tetanus. Still, Every- no, still no sign of your malaria. No. 13, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. Oh, the COPD. This, yeah. this is very different. Yeah, yeah. Keep this going. one says heart I'm disease. I'm loving it. I ask heart disease at 12. Yeah. I mean, these are meningitis at 11. Well, we didn't think about meningitis. No, but now we do. Didn't come or didn't that, get in the top ten. That's meningococcal. Yes. Yeah. There's lots of varying strains one. of uh, meningitis. Mm-hmm. So coming in. So this one top ten. Yep. Swine flu is at ten. Yep. Uh, syphilis at nine. Syphilis. Really? Come syphilis on. is killing. Maybe this is the deadliest in the whole history of the world ever. Yeah, possibly. I think, I think the one I did was in one year of 2015. Ah, right. Yeah. Number eight, uh, lower respiratory infections. But right. then swine flu didn't get many I, I at all. I didn't think so. This but, is bollocks. Yeah, okay. Eight, eight uh, lower, lower respiratory infections. Yeah, yeah. Eight. Number seven, they've got cerebrovascular, cerebrovascular disease. Really? Area, oh, oh, it's a blood clot. Oh, okay. Yeah, blood clot from the brain. Okay. Okay, so number six would be bubonic plague. Oh, we, are, we haven't had bubonic plague for quite a while. No. I think this is all time then. This is definitely all time. Yeah, okay. But I didn't think Ebola's killed that many people nah, compared to certainly swine flu. Plague. Swine flu and bird flu end up being a bit of yeah. a, a bit of rubbish, really. Number five, they got SARS at number five. SARS only killed like nah, three thousand people this, in this, the this end. This is uh, f- this is fake news. Fake news. This, this is, is Trump's news. Number four is leprosy. Oh, uh, number three, the measles. See, I don't think measles. Are number two, HIV AIDS. Number one, malaria. See. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> he's happy now. Now he likes it. And now, now that he's picked oh, no, number I agree one, with this. you should have seen the smile on his face. <laughs> he's stoked. He's stoked that he picked out. Oh. Yeah, I was back in malaria all the way in. <laughs> two to one on. It was two to one on malaria. There you go. Well, that's an interesting uh, table there, and uh, I'm just glad it proved I was right. Ah, <laughs> oh, how good. Unbelievable. This is Daniel Ricardo, and this is 365 Days of Sport. So, Rob... If you have to stay home and basically amuse yourself, apart from recording music, what would you uh, binge watch? What replays of sporting events? Obviously, there'd be a lot of Rugby World Cup finals for you. Well, I'm actually just right now watching some, a horse replay. Oh, okay. So you actually interrupted. Sorry about that. Uh, so I've got, you know, I was quite intrigued by that. Yeah. But uh, what sports event replays yeah, what would replay? I watch? What would you feast yourself on um, just to cheer yourself up? There's a few favourites I would go back to. Brendan McCullum's Fastest 100, Test 100. Right. I always got watched that. There's a, I think there's now a sort of lengthy feature 
mm. sort of half hour little doco on it, mm, mini okay. 25 minute doco yeah. on that. I tell you one I would revisit, which I thoroughly enjoyed, was um, well, actually, when uh, what's his name, the English captain when they'd won the Ashes in 04, was it? 05, the, yeah. 05. Michael Vaughan. Michael Vaughan. I've heard a podcast right. of him talking about that, which is awesome. Oh, is it? Yeah, two part podcast. But docos they've got is. It's just cut together. The way it's cut is a bit... Okay. Shit. They've got some of the people that have got to make comments. Like, I don't even know who they are. Oh, really? They're just like journalists. Oh, okay. And the, the, you know when journalists sometimes they take ownership of the event like yeah. they were part of it? Yeah. Like, And they just sort of talk. They're just sitting in the stand watching. And they talk like that. You know, I, I don't like that. It's not like... It's like someone like Stephen Fry speaks. But that's awesome. Yeah. He's just saying how great it was as a fan. But you can, you can just see these journalists there. They're trying to be super extra perceptive. Yeah. As if they're seeing more. Right? Just, and and it's, just a, it's just an intent of mm. drama, and they take these long dramatic pauses of what they're about to say is the most poignant thing in history. And it's just their moment in the sun because no one gives the monkeys no. about them because they just yeah. sit in the crowd. Do you know the worst thing? I was thinking about this the other night. On a, no joke. It kept me up awake at night. Mm. 2005 Ashes. Obviously, I went back to the UK in 2004 to play a bit of uh, pro cricket over there. Mm. And I had a two year deal, and I didn't go back for 2005 because I tore my groins so I wouldn't be much use as a player but mm-hmm. I had to make a decision a bit of a sliding doors moment to go back and coach and try and play or whatever but I decided to stay in Australia mm. so, so you didn't get to see it well, get to, I saw it on TV but yeah. I would have been there right there in amongst it 2005 Ashes it gets thrown around quite willy nilly but it was one of the greatest series of all time and if you remember in Australia I don't know if you were here in 2005 because of Australia's dominance in cricket nobody wanted the TV rights mm. so SBS bought the rights for basically next to nothing right so that 2005 ashes series was actually shown on sbs what and it had people like les murray doing the studio with um what's he called the uh off spinners a bit mad peter T- oh greg matthews uh, greg matthews yeah, yeah in the studio would like turn up and go oh yeah he was just crazy <laughs> so unbelievably the 2005 ashes was shown on sbs here that's some good old school cricket yeah but Podcasts also but also games i watch regularly a 2015 cricket world cup is a classic there was one video i had from like 1997 okay which was a new zealand tour of south africa in fact no it's 96 is the great one okay so it's after we've just lost the world cup in 95 yeah which was bollocks and we returned to South Africa for back in the days when they had old school tours. And we had a, a three three game series because the All Blacks had never ever won a series on South African soil oh, okay. before that ever because they always had dodgy referees that would cheat. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like there's all these stories of um, they couldn't find their kicking tee and stuff for the they kicked to win the game and then the touch judge had it behind his back and all this sort of just oh. stuff like this and all these just horrendous calls. Yeah. And uh, in 1996, finally, we went over and we played the last of the Tri-Nations games. Right. And we'd won that to win the Tri-Nations. And then we had three games against Africa straight. Right. So we'd already played them once on their own turf yeah, and yeah. then had to win two of the next three to win. And there's some of the best test matches okay. you've ever seen. There's one particular one where we look cooked and it's, it's the last play of the game. And we're about just over halfway. And Christian Cullen comes flying into the land. The line and just burst through in this beautifully timed pass. Andrew Merton's into the gap, flies through, and then there's a cut and a scissor. And I think Glenn Osborne's calls a try, if, I'm, if I remember correctly. But um, anyway, it, 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 that whole tour is extremely intense. They do right. a lot of behind the scenes. Yep. And we win the first two games, and that's really that's the end of the um, series. I think we do end up losing the last one. Okay. Just out of exhaustion, really. I think it's not by much. It's only a mm. few points. But it's uh, it's a great. It's a great clip, that one. Yeah. I wonder, it's probably on YouTube somewhere, but I used to have it on VHS, you see. So it's a bit tough to play that. These there days. is a um, fantastic documentary uh, of the 2001 Lions tour here called Living with Lions, yeah. which is the first time they're really behind the yeah. behind the scenes footage. That's the Australian it? tour. Yeah, uh, which Australia won 2-1, but the Lions won at the Gabba early doors. And that's when the Australian rugby landscape changed because at the Gabba... Is that when Graham Henry's doing it? Yeah, uh, yes, it was definitely yeah. um because the gabba at the first test forty thousand people there there were thirty thousand plus brits in the stadium yeah right and it was a sea of red in mm. australia it was like yeah. what is going on and yeah. then so we uh we drove the test canberra was on the tuesday night of the first test and all of a sudden all these trucks and all these um cars towing advertising boards came about be bold wear gold 
Mm. All of a sudden appeared from nowhere. So the Australian Rugby Union went into kind of panic Lockdown. mode about, yeah, yeah, yeah. we can't let this happen. We can't let yeah, the stadiums yeah. be flooded. Yeah, yeah. And it was phenomenal series. And the, I, I do remember it being a pretty spectacular yeah. series, actually. Yeah. It was, uh, and that's, Did you have to win the third or you won the first two? No, I won, uh, won the first. And then um, I'm trying to think. Dan Herbert, I think, intercepted a pass at, in the, the start of the second half at Etihad Stadium or Docklands, whatever it was. Mm turn the series and then um yeah the the Lions just got a load of injuries and basically Scott Quinnell number eight got injured in the first half I think he was carrying a knock anyway and um I think an Aussie got simbined and the Lions just didn't capitalize and uh, right. when Quinnell went off they were struggling right they got oh, so the Lions didn't win the no, series no 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 the Aussies That's won right. in, I, I recall uh, Sydney, yeah. I think Graham Henry says he shouldn't have done that I think he, he felt he felt he shouldn't have done the um Coach that Lions oh, okay. team, I think he said in retrospect. Mm. But it was a it was a hell of a series, and I've never. It's weird. I've never felt so deflated after a loss like that at the end of the series. Because you know what the Aussies like when they or the Wallaby supporters are like when they win a game, mm. they are unbearable. And when mm. it's like that, backs against the wall stuff in such a kind of hostile, intense environment. Mm. It's, yeah, full on. Mm. But yeah, shot to bits. I was. Well, things aren't very rosy right now for Australian rugby. I wouldn't have thought. Well. Who cares? Nobody's playing. No one's playing anything. I see uh, in New Zealand today they've announced they're going to go um, five provinces home and away domestic derbies. Oh, they're going to do that, are they? Uh, that's the uh, word. I think so. Probably going to follow. Okay, but uh, well, they have got a whopping eight cases over there. Eight, eight flying, eight cases, and I think one of them or two of those were people tourists that yeah. told people they've been tested. I think that's right. And yeah. they've been tested, but they haven't got the results yet and travelled anyway. When when it, when have you heard of eight cases or something and they close the, the, the country's borders? Mm. And Stop that, it that, at the and source, that, well, Rob. But it's not like, I mean, I guess you've got to do it, but it's not like um, exactly a landlocked country, is it? Nope. We're not going to get people just But they're letting the, uh, letting the Polynesians in. Yeah, that is no, I think they don't have any cases there. Oh, okay. Good. Well so done. They're always welcome. Oh, they're always we, we, we want, want especially more. if they're good rugby players yeah, they're yeah. always welcome hey look we we, we capitalised in the 70s and 80s Australia's <laughs> all busy going nah nah stay out said oh uh, yeah yeah we'll take it and now we're just this phenomenal bloodline in our uh, rugby teams <laughs> yeah, to the point at which now even all the Brits are starting to poach them oh, as well bloody England god yep England. That's all I gotta say. Just England. <laughs> yeah. Anyone point the finger at the English. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, there's many, many things I could do to preoccupy my time if I was uh, in confinement. But unfortunately for me, my work is transferable, so I'd yeah. Oh well. Never get the full time off. I don't think. Unfortunately, mm. it's a real shame. Hey, this is Toddy Goldsmith, and you're listening to 365 Days of Sport. Oh, Toddy. Toddy's Bringing back. light to her life, even though she's in Los Angeles. And basically, she did send me an email this week, said, when I'm back, mm. I'm on. So she's in. Brilliant. Well, well, to keep the happiness vibe going, do you want another quick diseased um, chart? <laughs> give, give us a disease. So this, this, uh, is the, this is the 26 disease deaths per day worldwide. Oh, disease deaths it, per day. But there's also a couple of features here, because it's obviously in relation to coronavirus here yeah, where it's okay. sitting, because um, they've, they've also got SARS, Ebola, and what's MERS? Is that the swine flu? Um, I- Imiaris? No, I don't I, know. I'm pretty sure it's swine flu. Okay, you, yeah, go for that. Or, Just uh, any, any. Tell us, Rob, tell us. So... MERS, whatever it is, 2.3. <laughs> SARS, 3.2. This is per day deaths. Right. Ebola, 5.3. Sleeping sickness, 10. Chickenpox, 12. Hepatitis A, 20. Dong fever. Dong fever. <laughs> Deng, Deng fever. Dengue. Dengue fever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did it like a French, like meringue or something. Dong. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> 50. Echinococcus. Yeah, go, yeah. 53. Leishmanias. See, I haven't even heard of these. Fifty-five. So that's about numbered eighteen. Yeah. Coronavirus is next at fifty-six. Right. Yellow fever, eighty-two. Rabies. One hundred and sixty-two people a day die of rabies. Oh, bloody dogs. Measles, two hundred forty-seven. Still. Men- meningitis, three hundred twenty-nine. Cholera, three ninety-two. Typhoid, three ninety-six. My old mate, whooping cough. Yeah. He's a solid trooper. Solid. He's, he's in at number. Going. So that's number ten. Whooping cough of four hundred and forty. Wow. A day compared to coronavirus, fifty-six. See, okay, I'm going to tell you about MERS, Middle East Respiratory Syndrome. It's right. another coronavirus, by the way, MERS. Ah. Um, but since between April 2012 and so, so- as SARS was a coronavirus. Yep. That's right. And 30th September 2019, there were only 
ever 2,494 cases of MERS and 912 deaths. That's all mm. there was in seven and a half years. It's yeah. not a lot, is it? No. And it's well, in the this, charts. This is taken from, like, at their peak outbreak times for those three, uh, Ebola, SARS, okay. and MERS. Right, excellent. Yeah. So um, we've been caught for 10, 440, not norovirus, 4, 548.9, seasonal flu, 1,027 at yep, number eight, yep. rotavirus, 1,233, shigiolosis, what's that? Yes, yeah, uh, a losis of the shigs. Shigiolosis, 1,644. Your old mate, malaria, is looking solid. Ah, num- it's num- always at, there. At number five, 2002. AIDS, <gasps> good old AIDS, 2,110. Really? Pneumonia. 2,216, hepatitis B, 2,430, <laughs> and the highest deaths per day worldwide is tuberculosis, 3,014. The 3,000 a day. A day. It's a That's Africa. It yeah. is. Um, Clive Tilsley, who's a soccer commentator, yeah. he is feeling the, uh, his because he's out of work, can't commentate on anything at the minute. Right. So to keep in the, uh, keep in the game, he's just going around home commentating. Very important at this difficult time to uh, stay in the rhythm of uh, commentary. So welcome to uh, our kitchen and live coverage of our supper preparation. Kitchen looking good. See you looking good as always. What are you thinking of? What's a nice fish do? Tonight I'm thinking lasagna. Lasagna, very topical. Forza Italia. Absolutely essential. Washing hands. Here's the oil. Nice. Here's basil. Now pepper. Salt. Oh, garlic. Tomato puree. Stop mm. now. He's insane. Wait a minute. No, we've got to check. I'm hearing possible stockpiling. Uh, how many onions are there in there? No, we need them all. You sure? Definitely. Check complete. Carry on. Oh, what a waste. What a waste. <laughs> And there it is! Ah, results! Can I keep the smiles on your face? Uh, We've got some lovely neighbours we've been to check on today. Do the same. Stay safe. He's losing his mind. He is. That's what he does. Lack of sport. That's what happens. Guys, he's going absolutely mental, isn't he? That's what, what could actually happen. You know, if everyone has to stay inside for a month, yeah. just be cabin fever psychosis. Mm. And when everyone's let out the bag, everyone's just going to go to Looneyville. I think so. That might almost be like a parade, a happiness parade. Mm. And um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, it'd be parade. like after World War Two when yeah. all, everyone comes back, ticket tape parade and stuff. I think so. Um, now, Six Nations, obviously, has been called off. Yep. England-Wales the other week, there was a bit of an incident when Joe Marler... Yep. Decided to um, have a bit of a play. So a little a bit of a tap, a little love tap. Well, I don't know if it was a love tap. It was more a, yeah, he was just checking uh, the availability. Or, I don't know what we're going to call it. Uh, yeah, and... He grabbed his package. He did. Yeah. He made sure it was still there. Just for a bit of a laugh. So um, Piers Morgan has decided that, um, no, it was, it was a friendly grab. Well... Well, I haven't actually seen it in uh, movement, in m- moving action. Oh, it. he had a good feel. He made sure they were there. <laughs> anyway, do you want to hear Piers? Hang on, is it, what, what stage is this after the game? No, no, this is during the game. This is actually during this the game. Is, this is there's been a ruck, right? And the referee's blown up to yeah. right, re scrum there. Yeah. So they're kind of disbanding. Yeah. And Alan Jones is just standing there, yeah. and Joe Marler's just walked up to him and giving him a good grab to make sure <laughs> he was still uh, he was still a man. <laughs> and Alan Wynne Jones is going. What? what are you doing? <laughs> it's just ridiculous. So anyway, so that's the situation. Okay. So it wasn't during play. It was during a stoppage. Right. Do you want to hear Piers's take on it? Yeah. The good news is that um, political correctness is alive and well despite the coronavirus. <laughs> uh, fascinating incident yesterday in the Six Nations Championship, where England's Joe Marler, well, let's just say he got to grips with the Welsh captain, Alan Wynne-Jones, in a way that has caused some controversy. Let's take a look. It's a little tickle. It was a little tickle. Or it's and a squeeze. all hell or it's broke loose. Now, what was funny about this, I thought the whole thing was funny, right? Because I remember Vinnie Jones doing this to Paul Gascoigne. Ouch. And for 30 years since that picture, we've all laughed about it and all said, what fun. But of course, we now live 
Oh, unnecessary. You're feeling, oh, was it not funny? Oh, was it a little bit, was it inappropriate? Should he have been arrested for assault on Gaza? Should he? Um, I'm not sure it's something we want to encourage. No, we don't want to encourage anyone having any phone whatsoever in the entire planet. Look rather personal. Sorry, why is it gone? Why does it get to the entire planet? Just in a sporting environment, you don't necessarily want to have your bit squeezed, do you? So Gareth Thomas, uh, who famously uh, came out as gay, having played uh, high-level rugby for many, many years, he was actually on the commentary punditry team when this was discussed afterwards with Clive Woodward and others, and he said, I'm actually really upset about it, because if... I'd known this was happening, I would never have retired, right? <laughs> funny, OK? See, Gay that, rugby player saying, this is funny. Anyway, of course, he immediately, of course, got hounded by the PC brigade. How dare you make light of such a serious assault? And so he's now had mm-hmm. to apologise for finding that funny. This is where the world's gone nuts. And the reason it's gone nuts is... You can't laugh at Gaza and Vinny for 30 years and then suddenly... But hang on. ...find this the worst thing ever. You wouldn't do that here, would you, when you say we're not allowed to do that in the entire planet? You're not allowed to do that, What do you think rugby players do to each other in the scrum? That's not in the scrum. Why do you think they play rugby? Uh, And also, Joe Marler's looking direct at the camera. He's having a laugh. It's funny. Does the, does the other guy think it's funny? I think there are two. No, he didn't, actually. Funny enough, the Welsh captain, who's about six foot nine and built like a brick outhouse, he found it very serious. He hopes there world, we go. Well, he hang hopes on. World, Shouldn't we take him seriously? He hopes world rugby takes a look at it. Do you, Anna Wynne-Jones? Oh. Really? You've played high-level rugby for 20 years and this has really offended you? What's Joe Marler's explanation? Joe Marler has tweeted one thing this morning. Right. He's tweeted... <laughs> It rhymes with bullocks, and he's done it twice. Bullocks, complete bullocks, and he hasn't said bullocks. The world is now in two, in two halves. You either can look at the Joe Marler thing, and you can just have a laugh, which most normal people do. Or you can go this way. Is grabbing someone's genitals actually funny in this day and age? Arrest <laughs> him! any day and age. Well, take, OK, so taking your logical uh, argument, so yeah. he should be arrested, should he, for assault? Should he? I don't know. Well, what's the logical thing of your argument? Probably, if you find that a serious... be told not to do it. If you find that a serious incident, he should be arrested and probably charged and imprisoned for assault, yes? No, I don't think it should go. So, that so far. what are you saying then? How just, far should it go? Just don't do it. How far should it go? Just don't do it. What do you think they do to each other in the scrums? Have done for fifty years in rugby. I don't know. Years. I've never been in a rugby. Right, scrum. you know nothing about rugby, <laughs> like, and yet you're opining on what you think they should be doing. So, is that okay in a scrum then? They do stuff like this to each other all. The whole point of being a rugby player <laughs> yeah. is this is what they do to each other. Each other's genitals. Yes, in <laughs> wow. the scrum, they put their hand under and they do a Vinnie Jones gather all. Match long. I don't okay. get it. That's it's okay. why I don't play rugby. <laughs> it doesn't bring me any joy. So would you mind Someone if a man came me. up and did that to you then? Oh, who cares? <laughs> Some folks <laughs> said to me, how would you like it if I came to your local pub and did that to you? Would you laugh? I went, mate, by all means, try. Well, there right? we go. <laughs> if you want to come up to me in my local pub and tickle me where the sun don't shine, try your luck. Right? I make no guarantee about my reaction, but by all means, have a go. And all right? If Alan Wynne-Jones had reacted in the way that Oh, God, he's a six-foot-five-inch... God knows how big he is. He's massive, right? He's Why a captain of Wales rugby team. Do you, think he's, do you think he genuinely found that traumatic when Joe Marr gave him a little tickle? Please! About whether he found it traumatic. Oh, God, he's so pathetic, the it's whole thing. Whether he found it OK. And your attitude just... See, just oh, you can't believe this stuff. Do you want to hear the um, Alan Wynne-Jones press conference? Sure. You mentioned discipline. There was one instance uh, during a scuffle where you had a rather interesting approach from Joe Marler. Uh, thoughts on that? Uh, can you specify? <laughs> he appeared to uh, be uh, grabbing you by uh, a central area. Can you specify again? <laughs> Genitalia? Uh, yeah, um, it's interesting. Um, what would you do in that situation, Nick? I thought you did well not to react. Well, 138 tests for my country. You know, funny, I react. I get a red card. So, it's tough, isn't it? Hopefully, World Rugby have a look at it. Joe's a good bloke. He, you know, lots of things happen on a, on a rugby field. Um, my question is, it's difficult as a captain these days because you can't speak to a ref about anything, it feels. Um, you know, I look at a touch um, judge. Obviously, he didn't see what happened, and that's fine. Um, but there's a lot of footage that has been shown. Obviously, it seems there's a, 
a lot of uh, supporters that saw what happened. Um, it's just very frustrating and the fact that we, we talk a lot about TMOs and footage review and there doesn't seem to be a lot of it happening. Further on to that, Matt, you know, as, as much as Joe Marler's the clown, it looks like on social media, it's, it's a lot of people on Twitter and social media saying, well, you know, it's funny, but on the other hand, people are saying it's a serious offence and do you think, therefore, it should have been, more should have been done about it at the, at the time? Um, it's very easy to make sport a vehicle for a lot of political and social issues. I think there's a there's a gravitas for a lot of people to do that today, this day and age, and that's, that's a dangerous thing as well as a, a real thing that's important. Um, I think it needs to be taken into the context of the game, but I think with regards to the judicial power that World Rugby has and the judiciary that we have surrounding each game, you know, as, as players, you know, remove myself <coughs> and Joe from this, um, and the game itself, that's the, that's the thing we need to focus on, not the incident or the individual. So there you go. Mm. I mean, it was I just... Put yourself in Joe Marler's position. Why do it? I kind of like it at uh, Don Blush, baby. In, t- in terms of, he's just he take he's took a risk. He has taken a risk. Yeah, not it, 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 can, it can go well. It can go not so well. well don't, don't blush, baby. Oh, that, don't that, blush, baby. I got you. I yeah, got yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, Chris Gale when he yes. did that. That was like every time I watch that, I still laugh. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not laughing. Going, yeah, good one, Chris. I think yeah. I'm laughing at the, the fact that she's clearly not impressed. Yeah. And the awkwardness of it, I find hilarious. And the fact that, but the, that he didn't care anyway. I think I find that amusing. But I think it's. Just in terms of taking a, a risk on what is uh, socially acceptable or not acceptable, and it can backfire. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> he's, he's I, got... I kind of agree with Piers, but it's not really up to Piers Morgan. The only person that it's up to is the captain. But he doesn't really give a monkeys, I don't think. But it's sort of like it was a bit, you know. Just I, I wouldn't like that happen to every game. Put it that way, <laughs> I'd imagine. I think, I think that's what his thing was, yeah. Okay, I'll let you have that one, but but not again, thanks. It just wasn't... I mean, obviously, I've seen it. It's just not a good look. <laughs> Having someone playing with somebody's ball bag, there and there, it just, in op- like, just in the open, it's like... It's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't think Alan Wynne-Jones was offended by it, right? But he, he just... You just can't do it in It kind of just reminds me of stupid old school teenage boys being idiots, you know. You, oh, yeah. I mean, I know it's guys standing around uh, just talking shit and there'll be a, uh, as a gag, a flick on the knob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're obviously closed. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. So, or like, people would just quickly try and just punching the balls. It's <laughs> a stupid gag sort yeah. of thing. Which is totally stupid, obviously. Mm. But not, in that context totally harmless it's just and I'm sorry to progressive types are there but boys will be boys and they do do stupid things like that, that, that I think they were teenage boys particularly mm. that will never ever stop no one's genuinely hurt in that context it's just it's almost camaraderie I don't know it's, um... it's a bit gay <laughs> not that there's anything but, wrong but with that there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> but, um, I, I don't understand Piers Morgan's argument here What's he saying is Alan Jones should have just shut up. I th- I think he's he's more annoyed at the onlookers. To me, that's different to to the um. Oh, I can't say victim, but the the involved. Yeah. Um. I don't think Alan about- Jones actually has gone out of his way and you know rung the World Rugby Board or rung somebody and said you've got to do something about this. It no. He's actually done nothing. Yeah. It got brought up in a press conference. People asked him about it. Yeah. Look, he did look at the touch judge. He yeah. did look at the referee. But that's all he did. He didn't actually make a scene no. on the field. So no, 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 no. Joe no, Marler's no. been playing with a ball bag. Shouldn't have done that. So Piers Morgan's I, going out of his way to make a man out of a mole, blaming Alan Wynne Jones for actually saying something needs to be done. Mm. He got asked a question in a press, press conference. Yeah. I, I think when I'm when I'm trying to liken it to that Chris Gale incident with, yeah, okay. uh, what's the reporter's name again? Uh, Melanie McLaughlin. Melanie McLaughlin. The point to me is that after that everyone, some people were offended going crazy, some people weren't offended. Yeah. Like, all that noise around it doesn't actually matter. The only person that mattered was Mel McLaughlin, mm. whether she was genuinely traumatised by the event. And she was interviewed the next day. She wasn't traumatised. No. She was a bit annoyed at the time. Yeah, I thought, yeah. I had to come and bother this crap at the moment, wandered off. But she wasn't traumatised. Like, it wasn't like she couldn't go back to being a reporter of fear no. of Chris Gale cracking onto it like an idiot again, you know, sort <laughs> yeah. of thing. And there's no way in the world that the Welsh captain was traumatised. <laughs> no. He was like, rather not. Maybe, maybe mm. next time, no, don't, rather not. But Piers Morgan's whole thing of they do that to their game, that's the whole point of being a rugby yeah, player. Yeah. You get in there and put a house your father. <laughs> but, but that's not true. No, that's, 
totally, mean, and, yeah. and the only time, you know, if you're locking into a scrum, those are your own, that's your own teammates. Yeah. It's not the opposition. I know. <laughs> His argument was pretty number boy when he said yeah, that. His, it was. It was, uh, it was just, he was more annoyed, strange. I think, at the reactors uh, from the outside than, yeah. you know, those. He, um, Joe the... Marler, in the end, got 10 weeks. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. 10 weeks suspended. Suspension for that, yeah. Uh, well. He was basically bringing the game into disrepute. That's the, that's the bottom line. <laughs> I don't know whether he's appealed or not. I mean, yeah, it. it's definitely a lesser offence than, say, Hopawati. Uh, definitely. <laughs> Um, news, uh, news just in from New Zealand. Don't use saliva to shine your cricket balls. Interesting. This the message from New Zealand cricket to all those playing in, uh, playing cricket as Corona virus well, continues to, to threaten the country, threaten to, to ravage the country with his eight mm. cases. Yes, yeah. Uh, the sports governing body has been in contact with major associations around the country, offering advice as it responds to the pandemic of it's, eight cases. It's best to shine your ball on dry cloth or trousers. A New okay. Zealand cricket official said, "I was always more a fan of just the trousers shine. Um, it would have to be in. Oh, you've got to use saliva, mate. Tell yeah, you now, as a bowler, do not use saliva." For for ball maintenance but then they go on to say but if your club's got a uh, communal kit don't worry about that yeah just make sure it's clean mm. after if i if if you're too open as a batted with club kit for ages in gloves and bats and mm. boxes or gloves particularly yeah they, they say oh, don't worry about it just make sure it's clean <laughs> anyway so no. rob uh, there's a bit of a sport drought coming up for you this weekend uh, or well, is it'll it? be horses just horses, horses and, and dogs. In fact, you wouldn't believe it, but I was going to catch up with some of my uh, previous workplace uh, friends. Yes, friend for, of the show. For, for a bit of a yeah, Johnny Iwano Johnny, Johnny and, um, yeah. and uh, big, uh, Tony Pino for a bit of a catch up to watch the horse races at a pub. And um, Johnny just arrived back from Bali and is in 14 days quarantine. Oh, Compulsory. no. Compulsory. So that's not happening. So I let uh, my partner know that. Uh, and she said, oh, great, you can help me with the cooking. <laughs> you could get a. You know, Saturday afternoon, get a big um, Skype group happening or whatever it is, messenger group, and yep. just converse that way do and that. do online yep. gambling. No, but what I'm thinking now, though, is that what it means is I'll be watching the races at home, and I, I hate doing that when <laughs> you are in trouble. <laughs> you really are. Uh, <laughs> you so, could, uh, like I said, yeah. majorleaguefishing.com. Mm. I just feel like someone's looking over my shoulder all the time when I'm watching the horse races at home. <laughs> Um, Serena Williams has uh, announced she's spending the next six weeks at home with her family and has promised to keep everyone up to date with how she finds it, including fame filming makeup tutorials. Brilliant idea, Serena. She'll probably record some music as well for yeah, us. Yeah, she might do that. Yeah, yeah, well, actually, that's something I will do. Ah. Mm. Uh, I've got loads of stories about uh, football teams playing uh, Noughts and Crosses or Connect Four online against other clubs. That's quite funny. That's, but I'll that's hold a that new back. trend. Yeah. yeah, it is a new trend. Okay. And just to let you know, a bakery in Wales has just set a Guinness World Record when it cooked a Welsh cake that weighs 63 pounds, 8 ounces. The Tenny Castell Bakery in Carmarthen teamed with Merged Ihwar, Michelle Evans Fecky and Typhi Forge to cook the massive flatbed treat on a custom-made seven-foot griddle. The baker said they'd hand-mixed nearly 70 pounds of ingredients and used multiple rolling pins to spread it on the griddle. The resulting Welsh cake, measuring over six feet in diameter, weighed 63 pounds, eight ounces, beating the previous record of 57 pounds, five ounces. So a new world record for Wales there, Rob. Oh, that's brilliant. They'll go along with their steepest street. So now they've got two. Two great world yeah, records there. Two, two of the greats. Of I was going to tell you this. Uh, we haven't got time for, the, variety. for vegan news as well. Did I tell you I had a vegan burger last weekend? I think I did mention Yeah, you it, did. Yeah, you ac- definitely accidentally. did. <laughs> accidentally. No yeah. such thing as accidentally there. What? Well, it can't be. I thought it said chicken and it said chucking with a U. Chucking. Brilliant. Love it. New Zealand chicken. Anyway, all right. well, that's, that's so all if I've you're got. not that's doing anything apart from watching, possibly watching the races, are we watching the races? Then I've got uh, it's um, uh, my girlfriend's mother's birthday, and so that's why we're cooking dinner. Your girlfriend's because we can't people birthday? can't go out to bars anymore. Apparently, well, I think well because obviously she's probably turning sixty eight or something. You're not really supposed to be out and about, particularly if you're older. Ah. Yeah. Um, I did read a stat, or I got told a stat. The actual the most highest at risk or the mo- highest number of deaths through this is the actual thirty to forty five age group. 
No, that's not true. That's an incorrect stat. No, it's not. That's a don't fake. Don't argue. That is fake news. No, don't argue with the boots. She's all over it. That's that's, well, that's well, come I, from the health. I can what worldwide. I just what I just looked at don't, before Rob, will stop. say the opposite. Stop. You still think bloody um, dengue fever or whatever it was or rabies is the highest killer? When Ra- we all no, know tuberculosis, malaria. We know it. It's not. It came fifth. <laughs> it's okay, Rob. I'm it's a survivor right. of a whooping cough. Bubonic plague. Come at me. Come at me, Corona. You're in the highest yeah. death, uh, uh, whatever it is. I'm not even the least bit worried about it. <laughs> Good. Nor am I. Yeah. Uh, what, oh, 151. St. David's Day. St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick was Welsh, so it's probably good. another St. David's Day style day. Okay. Anyway, this has I, been... What were you going to say? i got nothing for 151. Good. Yeah. Nor have I. It's a good outshot in darts, so. Treble 17, triple 20 tops is 1518 shots. It's a bit tough. I'll never forget that piece of information there again. There you go. Yeah. So you should. Anyway, this has been episode 151. Big thanks to Jack Links, the best beef jerky on the planet. It is 365 days of sport. We'll see you next week.